Hello guys, welcome to the eighth episode of the Always Asia podcast. I'm Asia Sanders and as always, I hope everyone's doing fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm doing very, very, very well. I am turning 25 in two days and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so like mature and I have the same birthday as Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> period. Um, my anxiety has been really kicking my ass today. I haven't been doing a good job in taking care of myself. I haven't been working out, eating right. I've just been working nonstop. I've been doing 4 to 12 shifts, 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. And then when I get off of work, I do a little bit of like editing and, you know, trying to get things to look as as good and sound as good as possible. So um, I'll go to bed at like 2 o'clock in the morning, wake up at like 7 a.m. And that's just been happening for about maybe a week or two. And it just hasn't really been good for my body. I'm the type of person I needs my sleep. I need sleep. I'm not that type of person that can um, just like run off of like three hours of sleep and be perfectly fine. Like my eyes are super heavy right now. And I just need to make sure that I keep myself healthy, especially during these times, because, nigga, I do not want to catch the coronavirus. But if I do, I want to make sure that I'm in the most healthiest position as possible um, so that it, my body can fight it away. So right now, if the coronavirus wanted to come and be all up in my shit, it would fuck me up. So I want, I'm going to get my shit together. I have tomorrow off. So I'm going to make sure that I'm eating nice. I'm sleeping well. I'll, I'll be sleeping in tomorrow. I get off at 10 p.m. tonight. So um, I'm actually, guys, if you haven't noticed, if you aren't familiar with this sound, I'm at work again. <laughs> but um, and then, guys, I applied for a second job. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? But I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it well. The job is only for, what, eight weeks. It pays 20 an hour, and I hardly really have to do much. But I just want um, some extra money. So I'm going to be working a lot. But I'm going to make sure um, starting tomorrow, I prioritize my health before anything. Because, my nigga, if I'm dead, who, who's working? Who is working? I heard um, a podcast a couple years ago that really stuck with me. It was on Oprah Winfrey's uh, Super Soul Sunday podcast. And she was talking to um, the woman who made Huffington Post. And uh, Mrs. Huffington, I think that's her last name, right? Yeah. She passed out from exhaustion and hit her head on the corner of like a table or something and she said she woke up in blood and that's when she realized that she was just working way too much and you never want a situation to where you're working so much that you um kill yourself I always tell people especially my coworkers, I tell them listen if you die tomorrow they're just gonna replace you take care of yourself and I need to um listen to my own advice because these niggas um they'll replace you and not show up to your funeral and I said that the other uh, the other day and my coworkers like no stop it stop like we we will show up to your funeral I'm like girl boo no you won't 
no the fuck you won't and I don't expect you to because I don't have the relationship with like my coworkers and like managers to where like we're kicking it at home and telling each other our deepest darkest secrets like no so I don't expect you to but at the same time you gotta know that I'm gonna take care of myself so if I need to call out a calling out I will do and that's just that on that so that brings in our twitter topic of the day um which is done by mon bay underscore i'm not too sure of his name he is so fucking cute i don't know him personally um we went to high school together briefly i think he was like a freshman i was a senior he's so cute i think he's just so adorable oh just everything but he tweeted society's expectations do not have to be your life expectations and that really I was like boom because everything that I'm working hard for and killing myself for is because society tells you that you have to do that if you're not working you're useless and I just don't fuck with that at all but that's what's been beaten in our head from the day we start school like study do your homework hard work hard work hard work hard and we're not machines we're not robots it's important to take time to rest it's important to take time to dig deep in what's going on with you and um that reminds me last night my boss which he's a pretty cool guy um he's known me since I was 19 and he walked in he was like Asia when are you graduating? (laughs) You've been in school since the day I met you. And that was six years ago, guys. I've literally been going to school for six years on and off. I'll like take a semester off. And then when I take a semester on, I'll be taking like one or two classes. I just haven't been really consistent. And low key, because of the, um, Uh, society's expectations of me I was like kind of hurt even though I'm doing the damn thing period you know what I mean I'm doing everything that I love which he doesn't know so I'm not blaming him at all but because of society's expectations he feels that way that I have I have to go to school or I'm not doing anything then in return he projected that on on me and low-key my feelings got really really hurt And um, I know inside that I am doing, I am working at God's pace. And that's the only thing you you, you can do, actually. That's like, I'm acting like there's a choice. Uh, I'm working at God's pace and the the pace that God wants me to work at. Um, Because... I was really like stuck on graduating at a certain time, being in my career at a certain time, um, just being in certain places at a, a certain place in my life. I was really, really stuck on that. And the fact that I'm out of that is, oh my God, so freeing. It's like a butterfly coming out of its cocoon. Um, But sometimes people can project that on you because that's how they go throughout their life. You know what I mean? Like me, I'm cool. You may think that I'm too old to do this or to to do that, but I'm cool where I'm at. And um, 
But maybe, honestly, let me rethink that. Maybe I'm not because if I was so pressed or so moved about how he uh, spoke to me, maybe there is a little insecurity within me that um, feels that I'm not doing enough. Maybe that's why I'm working myself to death. So honestly, I need to sit down. Let me, let me, I'll get back to y'all on this one because maybe I'm not as secure as I thought I was. Oh my God. Okay. Um, But yeah, like society has all these expectations of what we're supposed to do, who we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to um, go about our lives and shit. And it's not like we are made differently for a reason. Um we're set, we're put on this earth for different reasons so our paths are going to be different so there's not one way to go about living your life and i think i'm just going to end that there because i feel like if i go further i'm just going to fuck up so what i say to you guys and what i'm going to say to myself is to just take a breather sit down for a second and really Think about who you're trying to impress and why you're trying to impress that person or those people. Is it because that's um, the quote unquote right thing to do or is it the right thing to do for you? I don't know if I'm making sense, but I hope I am because I really mean what the fuck I just said. (laughs) But um, I'm very happy to have a guest on this show. I really like the whole pick a topic, throw a topic at somebody and just go off the dome. I don't want it to be really scripted and, and oh my God, like very robotic and fake. I just really want our conversation to be very authentic. So um, this episode, we're going to have uh, Jessica Blanco um on and we're gonna talk about body image we hung out uh earlier today and we had a really good conversation about body image um from her perspective and i really thought that um it went should i say well Because we, when we start talking i feel like we just and we haven't even known each other for that long hold on my boss is here all right, y'all, I'm back. That nigga just almost just caught me. Ooh, but, um, yeah, so we, we start conversations and we get real, real deep. And I, I love relationships like that. I haven't known her for too long and we, we get deep. So I really hope you guys enjoy this conversation and I'll be right back. Um, it's going. There we go. So, hello, everybody. Let's welcome Jessica Blanco to the Always Asia podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Asia. You're welcome. I listen to your podcast all the time. <laughs> Literally, it's like I understand you. We have a conversation in my car, girl. Like that's how it is. <laughs> that's how I really want it to be, and I really appreciate you. Like just supporting me, and you know, I support you, girl. I'm buying every motherfucking T-shirt. <laughs> growing so much although we're going through a pandemic and like everything that's happening is very unfortunate I like that a lot of people are like starting their business and like doing whatever they want to do yeah our creative minds are just expanding yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's 
coming to the time where people are noticing that they have to be for themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't like rely on other people to take care of us. Mm-hmm. We can't rely on other people to give us our paychecks and stuff like because tomorrow they could be like, all right, you're out. Like the way my job dealt with this pandemic, I know that a lot of people didn't see it coming. Well, really nobody saw it coming. Yeah. They did a good job, but I know a lot of jobs who did terrible mm-hmm. on taking care of their employees that have helped them be what they are. Yeah, there have been people that have been in companies for like 30 years, and sometimes those corporations are cutting people off because they see you as replaceable, and it's unfortunate that you have to really like work on that yourself. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is a good thing, but at the same time, I feel for like older the older generation, yep. they're confused. They're like, yep. you know, I work so hard for this, and... Yep. Yeah, like um I know there were so so many jobs that won't be I was at Nike the other day and I was looking at all the employees and I'm like I don't know if they know that their job is like not going to be existent mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Soon. I'm seeing um like retail stores, they're done. Yeah. It's like, done. They're cutting a lot of things and everything is moving online, which is yep. a good thing cuz it opens a lot of like different pathways for people to like get to that education like if you want to do marketing yep or like video editing th- that's cool but for people that like business in person has been like their whole life that's so difficult to even assimilate to yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i i just i feel for everybody i feel for everyone um this is not exactly what i had you on the show for <laughs> but like you know what this is this is the times that we're living in and yeah. we need to speak to them we're living um, history Put your mic a little closer. Try. Okay. Um, Does that do- sound better? Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> they got to hear these gems, girl. See, I don't know. Because, like, I don't want to be, like, you know, really close. Ooh, okay. That sounds good. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's you have such closer. a nice, soft voice. Oh, thank I you. I sound like a fucking truck driver. Like, no, you don't. No, I do. No, you don't. I do. I sound like one girl, of those. I play tr- you in my car. You sound <laughs> just fine. I'm like, okay. I feel like she's next to me. You know, it's cute. It's a cute moment. I, okay. So. Um, the other day we were having a conversation about, should I, can I say this on, about drugs? And (laughs) you're like, hold up. (laughs) Let me look this up. (laughs) I was like, can I say this? We were having a conversation about drugs and it went a completely different direction. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what I like about our conversations is the fact that like, we're like new friends, but we're able to really, um, express ourselves Mm -hmm. and you know, and I, I get you. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we see each other. Yeah. And we were, um, you started talking about body image. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about that? Yeah, for sure. Let's, yeah. Let's go for um, it. so how we're, okay. So you're from El Salvador. Yes. What is it like? What's the standard of beauty there? It is different from it is here. Cause I know a lot of countries like, um, some countries in Africa, I know mm-hmm. that, they prefer their women to be very voluptuous and very mm-hmm. like some some parts they yeah. yeah they prefer their women to be very voluptuous very you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, big yeah. big it's different yeah yeah um so what is it like there and yeah answer so that question basically a lot of south america from what i've noticed is that it's very westernized we look up to the american standard when it comes to music movies um anything like that is the same with beauty so you like i grew up consuming american media even though i wasn't here i could relate with you with like music and things like that but at the same time 
um, I had the same magazines. Like, I would see Vogue, and I would see, like, all these different artists that okay. were very, like, light-skinned, that they look, like, white. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> white. And, <laughs> yeah, white, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, tan, and, you know, like, it's just, that's what I wanted. And it makes you, in a way, look at yourself like, oh, I'll never be that because I am not from the United States, and therefore I don't look this way. I have indigenous features. My hair is, like, thick and black, and you just start looking at yourself differently and judging yourself from what the media is telling you. Okay. And that's why I think representation is, like, so important. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's, like, a different topic, too. No, yeah, no, we could even play into that, too, because I started to think, when did I... um, when did I start when did I start thinking that I wasn't good enough mm-hmm. that what I had wasn't good enough mm-hmm. and I did I remember a time that I was at Fry's and I was looking at the magazines and I was like that'll never be me mm-hmm. that'll never be me get that out of your yeah. head and then you see that being celebrated so you're like um that's not gonna be me I'm never gonna be celebrated just Correct. people that look this specific way mm-hmm. and then you make beauty equate a box that not everyone's gonna fit in that like like fortunately because yeah. i love that we have so many different um pers- perspectives of beauty and it's just very subjective at the end of the day yeah because i was thinking the other day how like when you look at the beauty magazines from like the 1920s and mm-hmm. pictures like that fashion um the beauty is so different like yeah. um, body types are so different and yeah. that's what they saw as beautiful yeah i don't see it as ugly but now it's just so different yeah. we look up to like the kardashians yeah and wait not some people <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's just like what people want to look like like yeah. they enhance their features and that just creates a lot of like mental i don't know baggage that Correct. is going to carry on to like the next generations if we don't become aware of that beauty is really from inside Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter um if you're skinny or if you're fat or if you're this short tall whatever i think that at the end of the day what you have inside of you is what's gonna exude out of you like if you feel really good about yourself if you're happy if you feel like i'm worthy of xyz i think that's the energy that you're just gonna put out there yeah and that's just gonna come back to you so i think that's what beauty is and as i'm growing up i'm realizing like i don't want to look like this i want to be me correct you know what i mean because i'm we're all different we're all unique so i want to be my most beautiful self yeah um i was thinking that uh wait what was this (laughs) give me a second lord jesus this is like Guys, I got the whole setup right now. Let me tell y'all, I got a new laptop. I got, you know what I mean? So I'm just really trying to get used to what's going on right now. So just please, please, please be patient. Yeah, we celebrate that. Yeah, like, so a lot of people, and sometimes I get mm, kind of, I'm a little sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. And when people ask me wait how are you so confident and almost Mm. makes me I think we spoke about that it almost makes me feel like am I not supposed to be yeah because I know for a fact that because someone a friend of mine was like do you know what I loved about your pictures the other day Mm -hmm. and I was like what he was like that confidence and I was just cut it it may be the negative Nancy okay it may be me being negative but at the same time I do think why would I not be so Mm -hmm. my body is covered in scars 
mm-hmm. scars that I did nothing to um, uh, put on my body. Mm-hmm. And it happened very early. The fucking camera came off. Lord Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. And action. There we go. So back to my scars. So when I was 19, I decided to get them removed. My mom tried to talk me out of doing that. She was like, Asia, your scars are your story. And I just, I never understood what she was talking about at all. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, my scars are my story. Like, I I don't need this. You know what I mean? I need to be on the cover of cover girl you know Literally, what I mean yes, like I don't yes. have time to tell stories <laughs> like I want to look this certain way what are you talking about what story yeah. exactly exactly so I was getting injections <laughs> in my scar on my stomach and on my back mm. and one day like I was counting down and I was telling all my friends it's all good girl okay. I was, <laughs> dang <laughs> my phone is going off she's booked <laughs> I don't know what happened okay <laughs> okay no it's good so um I, wait, where was I at? Oh, so I was, I would tell all my friends, I'm like, guys, like, it's this amount of sessions, and I'm going to be, like, I'm not going to have any more scars, Mm -hmm. whatever. So. Was it an expensive procedure? My, actually, my insurance covered some of it because I was saying that they they were causing me pain. Okay. Okay. That's on record that I was lying. But anyways. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually emotional pain, yeah, bitch. emotional. Yeah, that's like very big. <laughs> no, seriously. And this is after I had tried to cut them off myself. Oh, no. I had gotten like I was crying one night. I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even do this. Yeah. And I got like a big ass like fucking Michael Myers knife. Oh. And I started from the top and was about to like carve it off because it's coming off of my skin. Oh, my God. And I started bleeding so much. And I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. So then I told my mom. And then that's when she took me to the doctor. And then we were able to get the procedure. So we were doing, um, it was like about like five or six shots. And then I was like, okay, like, when am I going to get them removed eventually? She was like, well, so once we remove them, oh, no, sorry. Once they soften up, then we have to go through another procedure where you remove them. And then it was oh just, God. it was just a lot. Yeah. And then like, I started crying. Cause I was like, I told my friends that I'm going to be, I'm not going to have any more scars. Uh-huh. And I was planning on wearing bikinis. Like I just always imagined myself without them. Yeah. I've had them since I was nine. So, um, and that's, what's very sad about like, yeah. body image when it comes to you set yourself goals. Like, let's say you said, when I have this removed, I'm going to do this and that. Yeah. But then it's all about what you feel already. Because let's say they were removed and you are not happy with what they look like. You're always going to think about exactly. that. Exactly. And it's always with you being content with yourself at the moment. Yeah. Like, for example, me, I always dealt with, like, uh, my weight. Um, since I was little, I can remember things that people would tell me. It wasn't even what my parents would tell me because I had a really strong household, like, supportive yeah. and everything. But it was just outside of that. I always felt compared to the person next to me. Mm -hmm. Like I had a ballet class and my teacher told me I was literally seven. And my teacher would tell me, you'll you'll never you're never going to make it because you are built this specific way. I was just thicker and shorter. And the girls were like very slim and like what you see as a ballet um, dancer, you know, what's like accepted. Yeah. Quotations. Um, 
So I always felt defeated. I started thinking, even I was seven, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was already thinking, I can't do this. I already put myself in a box because someone else told me that. Yeah. And you believe those things. Yeah. So it's just really sad that you, I don't know, outside forces always make you feel some type of way. And you put that in your head so much that you start believing it. You start believing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And it honestly what it takes is just you accepting yourself first Mm -hmm. and but that's the hardest part that is the hardest part because you've been brainwashed your entire life Mm because like you said yours started at seven Mm -hmm. mine started at nine but the thing is is that like we were we were put certain expectations on us very early where some girls weren't i think they were it's just different yeah. Maybe there were different things. Like, for example, I never noticed that I have like rosacea on my face until someone pointed it out in like my first grade class that they said, oh, my God, your face is really red. And since then, I literally cannot like stop thinking about it to this okay. like age. And I'm 22. So I think about like, oh, how can I avoid this red part on my face? Like, I don't like this. And you start pointing things out that you probably didn't even notice until someone else pointed it out for you. And Mm -hmm. it's very unfortunate that we put ourselves in those situations mentally because that other person probably doesn't even think about you anymore. Yeah. And you just carry that with you. Yeah, they probably don't even remember saying that to you. Yes. That's the thing. (laughs) It's crazy. And it's also crazy the length you go to avoid showing your body. Mm -hmm. Um, Last night when I'm preparing for this, I was thinking of... So standing in line, right, mm-hmm. um, was so difficult for me. I couldn't stand in line because I knew someone could see the scar on my back. Oh, okay. So I, I would just allow people to get in front of me, get in front of me, get in front That's of me. Insane. It would last forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. in line forever. Or I would do like, like certain things to like, to like move my shirt so that yeah, it doesn't make sure show that people wouldn't see exactly it. that's really sad because like uh, your friends might tell you no one notices but you know the fact that you know you know because you start thinking about it because i don't know did someone ever pointed it out for you that made yeah. you think okay that's why see it's always someone that points out something that you're like oh you know i didn't think it was a big deal mm-hmm. but once they point it out you start thinking everyone's gonna look at this yeah and you try to hide it yeah and yeah that just doesn't help with the acceptance of oneself it's yeah no it doesn't so talk about the lengths you took to look like because I talked about me you know possibly like I was going to get procedure to get my scars off mm-hmm. talk about the lengths you took to look like whatever what people expected yes. me to mm-hmm. look like so like I said, since I was seven or since I can remember, I always struggle with my weight. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being in like fourth grade. Um, I had a friend who would like would tell me like, yeah, you are bigger. And she was skinnier than me. But she would tell me in a way like, oh, let's work out. Let's do this and that. So since I was in third grade, I worked out with the intention of looking a certain way, mm. which is really sad because I grew up thinking once <laughs> I get there, I'll be happy. I'll be accepted or guys will like me. You know what I mean? So I put my worth into other people's bag. Like I didn't make it my own 
like deep to find myself yeah. to be happy and content with who I am. Yeah. I would literally get to the point where I would starve myself. Yeah. I would count my calories. I would mm-hmm. literally measure myself, my thighs, my waist, my stomach, my chest. And um, I remember around like 2012, that's when like the whole Tumblr era happened, remember? Mm-hmm. And it was like a lot of eating disorders that were going on. And even though I can't starve myself because I, I just, I don't know, I never could, I wanted to. I said, I really want to look like this mm-hmm. because maybe then I'll be happy. Yeah. And I went through, like, I literally got anemic. I, like, I would look really pale. And even then, I was never content. Mm-hmm. People would tell me, oh, you look so great. Like, you, you look like you you've been losing know. weight. And deep down, I was so sad. I would go home and be so hard on myself. And I, that would prevent me from, like, hanging out with my friends, like, if they wanted to go out to eat or go to the movies. Um, that just, it was really traumatizing in that way. And yeah. thankfully, I could overcome that with time. I'm still working on that because oftentimes I default to that mindset. When someone makes me feel bad, I think, oh, what if I look this way, this couldn't have happened. Yeah. Like if I look this way, this guy couldn't have done this yes. to me. Yep. You know what I mean? So you put your worth in your physical appearance. And yep. at the end of the day, that's not what I have to offer yeah. completely, you know? Yeah. It's okay to love your body and accept like, oh, I have these qualities. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's also working on your substance inside yeah. mm-hmm. because that's what matters. That's what you're going to bring to the room that you're going to walk into. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the thing about validation, outside validation, is the fact that it's never ending. Mm-hmm. So you might think, oh, he he probably wouldn't treat me this way if I look like this. He probably wouldn't be this way or this person might accept me in this group because um, if I look this way. No, because mm-hmm. you'll change and look that way. And then it's always going to be something else until you really start loving yourself. Exactly. And that's what I like try to like push for other people. So in return, they could push for me too. Cause yes. like sometimes I need, I need that person. That's like, listen, like go, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. why like, I might be extreme, but I don't like wearing clothes mm-hmm. because there was so, so long, so, so long that I, beat myself up over my body yeah. that I owe myself that. Like, I feel yeah. like I owe younger Asia to wear crop tops mm-hmm. and booty shorts with my fucking pussy stick, stuck in, stuck in, <laughs> sticking out. I owe that to her because for a long time, it would be summertime girl. And I'm in fucking like pants. And, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Anything to cover myself up. And it's a process. It's like oh, an yeah. every day. I started with the midriff girl. You have to make those conscious decisions every time you do that. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. You really oh. do. And it's <laughs> and it's really up to you. And like, even though outside validation, it feels great. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah, I yeah. love We're a good gonna- <laughs> compliment, girl. You better keep complimenting me. <laughs> you just have to really need it and need it for your need it for yourself first from yourself yeah. and then yeah and then we're good yeah like the outside <laughs> validation has to be like a little confetti you know like oh cute correct but what matters is cake. what i give myself that's what matters yep because at the end of the day how i see myself is how people are gonna perceive me mm-hmm. like there are people that um like oftentimes i've seen people that are bigger than me 
yeah. because size has always been a thing so i'm just gonna say that that are bigger than me that i say wow like they look beautiful like the energy that they have yeah i want that yep and well, you can okay. keep going <laughs> um, yeah and um so i always think wow i really wish i could have that like I see that power in them and oftentimes when I try to work on that I like hit a wall sometimes because something might happen to me but again I give other person the power over the way that I perceive myself and I have to remind myself untangle that in my head like hey girl we've come so far already like don't fall into these traps that your yeah. brain gives you automatically because mm-hmm. you're so used to it and mm-hmm. you you have to train it every day every time did yeah. every day and the thing is, is that like we're having this is a time where like, just like you said, representation matters, that all of us are being represented. Mm-hmm. And I and I applaud the ones that c- came before us that allowed us to. To feel accepted, to feel accepted, like when I see like SZA and Ari Lennox yes. and um, those are the only two I could really well, not the only two, but those are the two I could really, really think of for me uh-huh. um, when I see them feeling like they deserve to to do what they love and all that you know because the thing is is that the reason why I never before didn't feel like I deserve to be to do what I would love to do is because of how I looked okay you know what I mean yes. I'm like because no. you don't see that in the media that you consume that they exactly give you. so you start thinking well I'm never this gonna never make it me. that is just not for me exactly and now we've come to the time where like we have female rappers and it just makes people think like for women that's so empowering like you can hear yeah. the lyrics and you're like oh my god i agree 100 yes. like i know what you're talking about um that's just one thing like i see plus size women or or trans women on like sports illustrated that's amazing yeah and it's something to celebrate and i love that we're getting to this point mm-hmm. but there's a lot that we still have to work on as yeah. a society do you know what i kind of hate about and you could like really correct me i hate the fact that our confidence comes from the media. Oh yeah. I hate that because we're mm-hmm. still talking about the How media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Affecting us. Cause it's mm-hmm. still affecting us, whether it's positive or negative, mm-hmm. it's still affecting us about how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think essentially where our confidence starts is when you're little in your household. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I always had my parents, you know, really um, support me when it comes to my education and like, everything like that but when it came to confidence oftentimes I felt um judged like with the clothes that I would wear like oh are you sure you want to wear that it's a little tight you know things like that and as I grew older I grew up I started thinking like my mom is just like basically expressing the way that her mom would make her feel yeah you know so she tried to put me in a box that she was put into yeah but the thing is those things you still carry on till you're older and you have to untangle that so it is the media but at the same time it's also the family and the people that you surround yourself with i think it's mostly the same box you know because of the media so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a big cycle of things that we just have to work on yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you're right and i and i do think it is mostly that um recently there's been a lot of friends that I had to just cut communication with mm-hmm. not because they're necessarily bad people or it, it could be me it could be them it doesn't mm-hmm. matter I just think that it is important for us to surround ourselves with people that um I wouldn't say feed our ego I think support you elevate you want the best for you 
um, because that essentially just pushes you to be your best self. Uh-huh. Not only physically, because uh-huh. I love compliments from my friends. You know, oh, it makes absolutely. Me feel good. Yeah. But it's also like I know that my friends know who I am inside and what I can provide, like, other than my physical appearance. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just, I like to be surrounded by people that exude that energy that yeah. are going to push me to be my best self, um, like in my education or like my business or whatever I'm trying to do. Yeah. I like to hear that. Not yeah. just like, oh, you look cute. Let's talk about X, Y, Z. Yeah. So it's just not, that is not a good essence of a friendship or any relationship. You're a hundred at a hundred ten percent right. Because like the, the people you surround yourself with, it create it. Yeah. No, it definitely creates who mm-hmm. you who you are Mm -hmm. it really does and i noticed i noticed because the um what was it last week was it last week two weeks ago i had a leo shoot right okay and all of us were leos and i saw how confident they feel in themselves Mm -hmm. so when they see me like girl my bikini was way too small clearly. Oh girl, you look good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My bikini was way too small and because they feel good about themselves because they love themselves, they were correcting me, girl. Oh. They were on me. They were like, "I got you. I got you. I got you." I love that. But the you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I try to help you out. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. And um do you need to come outside, Freddie? My sister is like trying to Wait, what are you trying to say, Freddie? Oh, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> she's trying to correct her on her bikini size. See, like, that's how my sister is for me. Like, you know, like, that's how um, she helps me. She pushes me. She, you know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. And, like, so you're right. You're 100% right. The media doesn't have everything to do with it. Um, and I don't think we should put all of our um, eggs in one basket. Yes. Shouldn't I say that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. The media, even though it does make us look like we're celebrating that a trans woman is on a magazine and a plus size and all of these things. It is important. But at the same time, what we surround ourselves with, that's our world. Like realistically, what we see on social media, that's not what I see every day. But the people that I choose to hang out with, that I choose to talk to, that's like what basically it dictates my life. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it does help me see myself differently. Like if the people around me are going to be supportive and positive and um, I don't know, pushing me to be the, the best of myself yeah. that I could be. Um, of course, that's going to reflect on me. Yeah. It's going to help me. It's going to make me question like my actions. Like if I do something wrong, I want someone to call it out. Yeah. If I want, if I do something that is not right or that I push myself down, I mm-hmm. want someone to say, "Hey, girl, like, don't do that." You know? Yeah. 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 You, you can tell that to yourself, but it, it, it feels good to hear it from someone that you love. Yeah. Cause then bullshit friends be letting you get away with bullshit. <laughs> like that's why I sometimes friends like think that I'm judge like a judgmental person, oh, but I no. just like to, they just haven't received good feedback. That's the thing. I just like They're to get people because I want people to get me in check. Like there's mm-hmm. been certain things that I've done. I'm just like, bitch, why didn't you <laughs> girl? All you could have told me was just, this and I would have been good, yeah. but no. Instead, like you just allowed me to walk around like a fucking clown. Like they celebrated you for things that they probably deep down thought, ooh, that's not. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if you have solid friends, they take care of themselves too. So yes. they know, you know what I mean? They know where to 
um, check you so that you take care of yourself as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like I have a very nurturing vibe to me. You do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I always do that (laughs) with, like, my friends. Uh I always try to take care of them, and I feel like it's always reciprocated. Yeah. And I, I really like that for me. I like that. I built a really good support system. It's like my second family. Yeah. So I always try to feed them the same way that they feed me emotionally. Yeah. Um, mentally, we have really good conversations that make you think afterwards. And I love that. It's like a, a cute meditation moment yeah. that we have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just doesn't stay. It's not just a... Um, like surface level surface level conversation oh my gosh yeah we were talking about that too Mm -hmm. see that's why like um i appreciate deep conversations like we we've had a a couple um because like what what is that saying iron sharpens iron do you know that girl i'm not american i haven't heard that before (laughs) i'm like girl don't ask me bitch (laughs) Oh my God, I have so many friends, literally people that grew up here that say things that I don't know. They look at me and I'm like, I'm sorry. You're right, I'm lost. Girl, I've been here for like nine years. Don't look at me like that. You know I ain't your bitch. <laughs> you got this one. Never heard that before, you know? It's like, um, when you take two strong people, they, or two smart people or whatever, they mm-hmm. are able to help each other elevate. Basically oh, okay. what we're saying. Okay. Um, because it turns into stuff like this that we can like help spread to other people. Like, yeah, that's why I, t- I talk about body image. I talk about the things that women go through because like when you were talking about me, talking about me, talking to me uh-huh. about what you were going through as far as body image, I was like, oh, my God, like I feel seen. Yes. You know what I mean? Because even though it's different, mm-hmm. it's the same. You relate the emotional exactly like, thing it, that I felt. I don't even know what you the can pressure to being the, the who pressure. you aren't. Yeah, and um, I just appreciate conversations like that because the worst thing for me is for people to feel alone. Because oh. I've been there, mm-hmm. been there, done that. You know what I mean? When I was yeah. first going through depression, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yes. What is going on? What do I feel? I've never felt like mm-hmm. I wanted to die. What is this? Yes. And then I turned on a like a, some somebody's YouTube channel, and she was talking about depression. I was like, okay. Wow. I was able to identify it. Mm-hmm. Long story short. Alone. Exactly. Okay. You know what like I mean? Um, so I like these conversations because we can finally be like okay yeah like I'm not alone in this and um I'm not a unicorn you know what I mean I don't like that feeling you know oftentimes with like mental health or like issues that like body image oftentimes in like the family household we don't talk about those things so it makes you think like oh my god I have anxiety what is this am I the odd one out like am I crazy um, so it's really good that we can choose like our friends. That's why it's so important to have like a really good support system outside of your house, like mom, dad, sister, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important because then you can talk about things that, like you said, like it could be anxiety or depression or whatever, and then they could help you. Yeah, you don't feel alone, and yeah. you feel like you can voice things out. They're yeah. gonna help you find you. I don't know, help or whatever you need. So. No, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's an age group thing sometimes too. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Like when yeah, I'm talking too. about mental health to people that are a lot older, sometimes they just don't get it or mm-hmm. don't find it to be important. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking to someone that's going through the exact same things as you, like like, <laughs> like the media, because the social media and everything like that, it affects people oh, yeah. a lot. So mm-hmm. that has to be in the conversation now. And um, 
just talking to more, I wouldn't say like-minded, but just about the same issues. Well, people that are experiencing, yeah, experiencing the same issues as you. Uh Um, I think I find so important. Like a lot of times I just hear so many people having service level level conversations, which is fucking cute. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I love talking about my lashes. Like, you know, (laughs) I, I love talking about this, but the thing is, is that like at the end of the day, where's the like value in you guys's relationship mm-hmm. where are you getting any type of value in the yeah. in the relationship Where's the substance like exactly. i want to know what's your favorite exactly. color why do you feel sad at night mm-hmm. like i want to know oh my friend experiences this so i want to understand them all over because when i build a relationship with someone i look at them everywhere in the way that i see you from what you're inside yeah and i celebrate you from what you're outside too yeah so it's just acceptance and accepting others Helps you accept yourself yeah. too. Yeah, and people be in whole ass friendships and don't know anything about them. Yeah, they've never met their family. <laughs> they don't know their childhood trauma. You nothing, know, like dang, nothing, nothing. It's just sad because I don't. I feel really bad for people like that because they don't know what a true friendship feels like. Yeah, like, what is a good conversation that is going to make me grow? Because yeah. if you keep having these surface level relationships, they're not going to take you anywhere. You're not going to grow as a person. You're just going to keep bottling up all those issues or mm-hmm. feelings that you have and mm-hmm. when are you going to let them out yeah Never. yeah <laughs> exactly exactly so um we've been on this for a minute let's see <laughs> let's check the time yeah we've been on this for a minute so um we're gonna wrap this episode up thank you so much jessica for <laughs> thank you for having on. me thank you like i've been having technical difficulties guys <laughs> y'all probably hear it but you know what we're just gonna keep getting better and better my anxiety is super high right now um <laughs> i need to take a breath i'm my little smoker smoker but, <laughs> yeah let's join yes you know? <laughs> let's, yeah let's time to smoke but um thank you again for being on here um guys don't forget to Follow me on Instagram at AlwaysAsia with two A's at the end. Twitter at AlwaysAsia with two A's at the end on there. Where they where can they find you, Miss Jessica? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Blanc16, so B-L-A-N-C-1-6. <laughs> and then Twitter is the same thing, but underscore at the end. Underscore at the mm-hmm. end. All right. Perfect. So bye-bye. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. <laughs>